Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Here we go, JV. Who they? Who they? Who they think of me, the Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they think of me, the Bengals? No! And we're back, back baby. baby. I fucked that up. I fucked that up. Carry on my hooday son. There'll be wins when you were done. Lay the Rams defense to rest. Don't you cry, and welcome back to Fuck You. We, we like the, the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. That was a good transition in between the song and the greeting. I'm Alex Schubert sitting across from me, as always, begrudgingly sometimes. Lloyd Johnson. <laughs> and sitting to my left, returning guest. Miss Breezy Lee. You are welcome back after saving our asses last week. Breeze, how the fuck are you? Oh my goodness, I am fan-fucking-tastic. Hell yeah. The last Skyline Cup came out today. I know. The Y exclamation point is it complete. It was DJ Reader, correct? Correct. Who had a sack last week. And a, just Beautiful. And a fucking crazy good game. He's so good. Oh my it's going to be hard to see him go. Also, shout out to Logan Wilson. Uh, he is... That was great. Uh, how about uh, we'll just shout out the defense here real quick? Yeah. Trey Hendrickson had two <clears throat> and two wildly uncalled holding penalties against him. There's one that I pointed out to her where literally, like, he gets front side, like what would be a horse collar, and then pancaked by <clears throat> the, the, the offensive lineman. And then literally, like, three plays later, they called a penalty on something else. And I'm like, they better call that fucking holding penalty as well then. <laughs> and then as they're showing the other penalty, you literally see, like, the guy's hand over the top part of <laughs> Trey Hendricks' helmet pulling his head across and his hand his hand with a handful of jersey moving it the other way and it, it, nothing. No, no one called it? <clears throat> so my, my guess is he probably would have had four, five, I don't know. It looked like they just were like, all right, well, whatever. Uh, He's really good. You're going to have to hold that guy sometimes. And they just let it be. Like I feel like one thing with that, <sighs> I've, I've heard, and I'm pretty sure this is true. I'm, I can't confirm because I barely played football, um, which is good for a football podcast host. But uh, I've heard like whispers that holding happens on pretty much every play. It happens on almost every play. Yeah, it's just impossible <clears throat> to watch every like you have to be obvious like it has obvious. to be yeah it has to be egregious for it and to be like and it's usually with with 
receivers. Like that's when we <clears throat> see it the most because yeah. receivers are the ones catching the balls the most. Right, well, so. not to be a dick, but also the only person who played football. <clears throat> the line. It happens almost yep. every play. On the somewhere line. on the line. Which is fine. <clears throat> they kind of allow for that. They understand. <clears throat> but it's like where you do see that, that big pull or the head wrapped around the or helmet. If, they get, or the, if the guy's like clearly running away and the O lineman's like, oh, I got to panic and just grab the guy to prevent him. Yeah, that's and then fall egregious. down. Yep. So, like, that's where I was that's saying. That's like, holding. <clears throat> I, uh, but also with, with with a lot of receivers, I'll give her that credit, too. Yeah. Like, when I played tight end, there's plenty of times I'd have somebody tug, you know, tug a jersey quick. If it's quick and before it, it, it has an impact, it usually isn't called. I just yeah. feel like that's the main place you see it. And especially, it's so, it's so blatantly, like, when they don't call an obvious pass interference for a wide receiver, that's when everyone gets the most pissed off. <clears throat> like, I've seen people up in Chase's face, and I'm like, call? Call? Anybody? <clears throat> Anybody? But there's there's very specific and weird rules about that. Like even like you got upset with that T Higgins call where he got called for it, what was it? It wasn't obvious pass interference on the offense, but it didn't look like because the guy was kind of all over him. Yeah. But as long as he wasn't, <clears throat> as long as he's still looking for the ball or still like in in range of it, T pushing off was the issue there. Yeah. That that was what they were going to have an issue with. Doesn't matter the hand fighting going up to to that point. What T did was not okay. <sighs> yep. There was a girl behind me that was just like, could she? Uh, and <laughs> to her credit, her boyfriend was cool as shit. His girlfriend sucked, and I'm pretty sure I have to sit next to him all season. But uh, there was a play, like it was that T Higgins play, where it was like there was like there was no contact. But if I had <sighs> been like there was contact and did the example. Of the contact on her, I would have been kicked out of the stadium. Yeah, Alex, you can't just randomly push some bitch downstairs because you disagree with her stance on the call. Like, don't do that. <laughs> now you tell me. Well, I'm just saying, like, I want to make sure we're clear on that before you try it next time. <laughs> don't push some bitch down the stairs because you're like, if I pushed you like this. No. It, no, I would have just. Is that's it, what it was. Is it alarming, though, how many times you've been to the stadium? Because literally every game I've <clears> ever went to, I have envisioned pushing someone down one of those flights of steps because they are so steep and it would just be wild. Because especially if there were a few people lined up on the stairs, you could watch them like dominoes. Oh, yeah. And Lloyd's very good at dominoes. <laughs> me too. And, and I assure you, almost every person I saw in front of me on those stairs at that game I went to, I pictured them going down the stairs. You can ask her, I would stick my foot up behind almost everyone and <laughs> pretend yeah. to kick them down the stairs because I really, really want to. Too. Same way, like if I've never in my life had someone walk by me holding a plate of food that I have not really considered slapping out of their hand. Not only considered, I mean, I literally have to stop myself from doing it. Okay. Like I have to like <clears throat> clamp down effort. Like, yeah. Like don't do that. That's how it felt. Like there was this lady standing on the stairs that the the people in front of us were like, "What's this bitch doing?" And I'm like, "I'll kick her ass down these stairs right now." <laughs> <clears throat> and Breezy gets up like, hey, ma'am, can you just sit down? And I'm like, all right, if you guys want to be all fucking nice about it. Like, I just accidentally shoulder checked the bitch down the stairs when I go get a drink. Well, <laughs> also, I recently found out that you can't stand at football games. It's very against the rules. People will get mad at you. <clears throat> yeah. Here's the thing. <clears throat> <clears throat> I do understand your take on this. But also, I very much understand the other take of like, I don't want to stay in the whole game. <clears throat> Sit the yeah, fuck I down. I, like, I aspire to have box seats. 
Oh, yeah. So I can decide when I want to stand. Those asshats that stand <coughs> the entire game, sit down. Sit down. So Alex I s- is on the other side of this argument. <laughs> I sit in. So I sit in a section. I sit in section one fifty six in case you want to come and kick my ass. So or there just needs to be a standing section. All y'all can stand together. That is the standing section. Dude, <laughs> we stand the entire game from kickoff to end whistle. We stand the entire game. There are times where I want to sit, but I'm able to like angle myself so I can watch the game on the screen in case I want to give my little tootsies a break. Uh, yeah. Right, but also I've. <clears throat> So this is what this is what I when you sent that thing to me the other day I'm like ah, I just don't care that <clears throat> I've been in a lot of different sections and some of them are everyone stands and some of them are everyone sits and I've known people who have changed their section on their season tickets based on that okay <clears throat> so like uh, my friend Brian who has muscular dystrophy we usually sit in a handicap section okay but his aunt and uncle ended up paying more to have front row seats so they could sit down. They literally offered someone legit, like, I don't want to give out their business, but, like, real money to change them. They were literally like second or third row, and they paid these people a good chunk of change I just to have that. the front row so they could sit down. I feel okay. that. <clears throat> that being said, another friend of mine that worked at the zoo literally changed the section because the one next to him, everyone sat down and was cool. And the one that he was in that he kept getting buying tickets in, everyone stood up. <laughs> there's so many well I don't know how many people <clears throat> so I think that, yeah I think there's just some sections that are that sorry yeah. I, and I also know like a lot of fans and I see uh. this in groups all the time a lot of fans want to out fan each other yeah it's annoying it's oh. like well, I'm a bigger fan than you are because I've been rooting since the fucking since women got the right to vote I've been rooting since then uh, I think friend of the pod Rami said it best football fans <clears throat> are exactly what most football fans complain about about liberals is the liberals try to out liberal each other, and football fans try to out football fan each other. Yes, I got to give do. Rami credit for that one because that was him. <laughs> he's like he's like he'd be watching it with people and they'd be like, oh, "Well, I fucking stood in line for thirty six hours to get tickets to a game in nineteen seventy four And Rami's like, "Weren't you born in eighty six, man?" Like, we could get into a whole fucking discussion about this. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It's like. <sighs> It's how the people get votes. All right, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, there was a post in one of the Who Day Nation things that had like 500 and something compliments or comments by the time you in sent it to me. In an hour. Yeah, it was oh, crazy. Yeah. It was fantastic. Insane. That's fantastic. Um, so Lloyd, um, last week on the pod, we discussed T-shirts, like gas station T-shirts and such. Uh-huh. Um, what was the one you said you found? You, found, you said you found like a... I wish I had, like, uh, I still haven't seen Obama's birth certificate. <clears throat> yeah, I can't remember which one it was I was talking about, but something along those lines, yeah. Or Hillary's emails. Yeah, it, it was something that dumb, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I talked about one that said, like, um, never argue with a trucker's wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Lloyd, I got you that T-shirt. Oh, my God. I love that this is the thing. Yeah, yes. me too. Me it too. says never argue with a trucker's wife. I fucking love it. That's, it's so good. <laughs> that's fantastic. It is. Do you want to go is. ahead and get him his gift? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got a gift. Do. Okay, so hold on. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm excited yeah, I for can't this. remember which one it was. I, I I remember talking about it. I just I don't remember exactly which. So this is this is honestly hilarious. Okay. So you can't keep this bag because this is one of my Bengals. Uh, keepsakes because okay if you look though see the number number nine okay so but this is my bag okay, okay. purchase this at 
Kroger years ago. Fuck yeah. But what's in this bag is a very special piece of Cincinnati iconography. And I love you. Is it Carlos Dunlap inside? It is one of the most sought-after shirts <clears throat> in the city, the city right of now. Cincinnati. And you <clears throat> get this, my friend. Oh, no way! <laughs> yes, let's go! <laughs> Official chili of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. Feeling good and hot skylight time. Yes. Yeah, Do you want to explain to him what he is holding right there? So, Alex is holding an official uh, Skyline Chili promo shirt that Skyline employees get. And uh, this rules. And only and, Skyline employees. Yeah, so. And friends of Skyline employees. <laughs> yeah, because. <sighs> Here's you, your bag back. You have uh, been an amazing promoter of Cincinnati in the Who Day Nation. And uh, yeah, you do a swell job. And Thank I you. That, it's a. Uh, uh, I was recently called a Houdain. I don't know if this was a compliment or an insult. I can't tell. But someone called me the Houdain Nation funny man. I mean, that's <coughs> a compliment. Yeah, it's that's a compliment. A compliment. I, I would say it's a compliment. But I oh, did. Oh, wait, where, where did you hear that? Was it in Houdain Nation? It was in Houdain Nation. Okay, then it is definitely a compliment. Okay, those people yeah. take themselves mm-hmm. very serious. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of like, <clears throat> and I think like we'll get into some like off about like the world in general, I feel like takes itself entirely too seriously well yeah it's annoying yeah yeah you're talking about somebody who's 90 percent of my fucking uh, interactions with other people is me being as silly as i can be <laughs> dude like if you talk with me and friend of the pod cy amundsen all i do with him like when we have serious talks we have serious talks but also i'm just running bits on the motherfucker the whole time yeah yeah but oh, I, i've said shit to him that I know for sure he did not take a silly that I meant a silly <laughs> that I, I've had to go back and explain, but sorry. I do have to add this, though. I asked Lloyd <coughs> if, I was like, do you think Alex would like this shirt? And he totally co-signed and said that you would <coughs> like it. What makes so, you think I wouldn't? I, I just didn't know. I didn't know if you, if you, I know you've been faithful on getting your Skyline cups. Oh, yeah. I still week. need to get my Y. Hey, you you know that it came out though. You know that it. I came do out. know that it came out, and <clears throat> you were just yeah. So I just I wasn't sure, but I know that a lot of people were trying to get those, and uh, I thought that yeah, you would appreciate it, and you know you're friends with the girl with the skyline tattoo. But see, oh yeah, see James, if you didn't talk so much shit about Gold Star, maybe you could have got one too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk shit about Gold Star? Yeah, James. Like Scott Star more than yeah. Skyline. I oh, we talked shit about Skyline. Did, we, did yeah. we shout out James for taking us to the game? By <clears throat> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. And yeah we for did. giving me the Connor Connor McLegger jersey and not telling him to make dead jokes I make about. My did mom you on this ever? Did you get uh, compliments <clears throat> on your jersey? Yeah, dude. I had like uh, when, especially so at the game, I heard probably half a dozen, maybe eight people comment on it. Uh, that post that you put up of the picture of you and me. Yeah. Were, I got like 10 different fucking personal messages from people I don't know <laughs> being like, dude, heard that on the podcast. Fucking dig it. Dude, like, fuck yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I was I was happy about that. Dude, okay. I forgot, completely forgot to tell this story. Um, so I sub at Mason High School one day. 
And I, one day, I slept there a lot of days. I just picture him in a full gimp suit at Mason High School for no reason in the like after everyone leaves. Sorry, sub. Oh yeah. Um. Oh sub. Yep. Yep. I so I substitute teach. I substitute teach. There was a teacher there that I walked in for. Um. I walked into his classroom. I was like, "Hey, I'm covering your class for a day." And then he's like, "Alex Schubert, I know that name." And I'm just like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh yeah, I listened to your podcast." <laughs> Hell yes. I was just like, uh, it was like Mr. Young or something like that. I'm just like, I'm just like, I apologize. Like any, any jokes I've made on here, do not report those days. Yes, are. seriously. Hey. Also, you know, Darren Simmons, right? Uh-huh. I've taught his kid. His Did kid. His, tell him to listen to the podcast? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah, just don't <coughs> say his kid's name because I don't think that's legal. <laughs> I mean, if you look up on Wikipedia, you got like a one in three shot of getting it right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now his kid fucking ruled. Hell yeah, that's um, sweet. Shout yeah. out to the teachers for listening. But anyway, yeah. how was your week? It was good. Just did a little spot at Chameleon. Um, I did remember a story. Uh, I had a fun set of Chameleon, and I've been. I told a couple jokes about uh about fantasy football because I've been like trying to like not talk about autism as much because uh, I've been um. My, I've been talking about therapy a lot recently too. Because, dude, fucking, oh, that's what I want to talk about. And we've talked about it a little bit. Like, therapy fucking rules. It rules, dude. It's been so great to have um, uh, my therapist. Just like we, I go there for an hour a week, <coughs> and I just like, I've had realizations come up. I'm just like, holy shit, I never thought of it that way. And also, and this happened today in my appointment. You ever had like a realization? Um, which, first of all, here's a realization. I'm wearing a Lions t-shirt, which I'll explain that later on, with a Bengals shirt on my shoulder. I should fucking put this on right you now. You should. You should put this on. Yes. <laughs> so therapy Time has been, What's up? While therapy is cool, I would like to say, like, I do remember at one point getting very frustrated with you when you were like, Sai's been such a big help. He's, like, tried to talk me into going to therapy, and he's tried to, like, really push that point for me, and I'm like... <laughs> Motherfucker, I said it a thousand times, but yeah, I, I think I could see where it came from him in and a different way. Just <clears throat> of like, I, I, I'm happy that you've gone. I'm happy that you're enjoying it. I really like that you like it. But yeah, I just, I got I, that. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm not trying to be like I said something. I'm just like, I remember like trying to push for it and just knowing I, I didn't have whatever it took to get it there. So as much as I was like. Motherfucker, I said this a bunch of times. As soon as you said that about Sai, I was like, fuck yeah, Sai. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you, but also sometimes <clears throat> you, if you hear something from multiple sources, that also that, I think that's what it was too, because one person's opinion may not mean enough to take something, but you hear it from more than one person, then you're like, okay, yeah. maybe I should check this out. Well, I just took it as me not being like the keynote speaker no. on mental health. Like, no. hey, you should do this to your better person. You're like, you're not a good no. person. So, <laughs> I know that's what it took for me, for real, was listening to multiple people say that it helped them. Because I, so like, I told no you, fucking, shut up. It's, uh, <laughs> dude. I have this thing. I have having the day, and it's happened multiple times where it's like I'll have like a huge aha moment or realization. But also, I'll have that moment with like two minutes left in my session. 
But like, that's usually when it happens, though. Really? Sometimes after I, when I first started going to therapy, I had a bunch of those because it was my first <coughs> entrance into therapy. Sometimes I would sit in my car in the parking lot afterwards for an hour just crying. Like, for real. Go on. So I have a thought about it. I think that's something therapists do intentionally. This is just my weird conspiracy theory. <laughs> moment. I've been in a lot of therapy throughout my life. I feel like a lot of times they like they'll help you get to a point, and if you don't get there, they'll really push you like right before the end. That way, you have a whole new thing to start on the next time, and they don't have to think about it or. It's come like up that with fucking it. cliffhanger. <clears throat> but it's like it's like teachers coming up with like a a, a curriculum. <clears throat> if they if you ended off the last last class with a big question about something, they know the next class coming in what they're going to start with. I think about like therapy, like that's their job. They have fifteen fucking people a day that they're doing this with. I think it helps them to like really push you to the real- realization that you're close to at the end of a session, so they know where they're starting the next one. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think it's a yeah. shitty thing. I just think it's like a, a self preservation thing See, for them. Of like, I've been to a few different therapists, and it's. <clears throat> I don't think that it's been that with every single one. All right, well, it hasn't been that way with me either. It's just like something that's like. It kind of happens that way. All right, well, then just fuck me. I'm an idiot. Uh, no, no, no. You're not an idiot, Lloyd. I'm just being silly. I know. Also, I know. can I just say, when you dry that t-shirt, dry it inside out. Oh. And don't dry it for the whole cycle, because they shrink. They shrink real fast. Oh, just, yeah. You, sorry. I no, just you're had good. To, I had to do the, the laundry thing. That's one of those, because uh, Lloyd and I were talking beforehand about how like Lloyd's like, Lloyd's annoyed by Breezy and I's like random interruptions of our own thoughts. <laughs> because I wanted to tell um, Lloyd and Breezy my story with Carry On My Wayward Son. Yeah. What like, literally happened just now. Do it up. So I may have told this story, and it's been a bit before. It's also kind of where my Guitar Hero bit came from. Um, so I was in high school and I used to play that game all the time and I had a, so I used to have a big problem with like obsessive crushes, smashing the controllers on guitar hero with your giant hands. That too. But, (laughs) uh, no, I had a bad problem with like obsessive crushes and it's gotten better. Therapy's helped being an adult help significantly. There was a girl I had a crush on my freshman year of high school. I went to a small Christian school and I thought my big move to impress her was I was going to sing to her in our high school cafeteria. Oh, now I didn't, I didn't go on stage and do it. I didn't do a whole big fucking number. This is, I, I I'm over this. It's a funny story now. What song was it? What's up? What song was it? It was carry on my wayward son by oh, Kansas. God. I thought you were going yeah, you a completely different way. Nope. <laughs> <clears throat> It was just—it wasn't even a love song. It was just a song I could sing because I thought it would like impress her. Breezy's face is very, very happy right now. I'm just picturing this in my head. I'm just picturing this image. What? Of, no. What are you picturing? You just singing in a cafeteria and just all these people like, who is this voice right now? <laughs> like, what is what is happening? Just people stop eating. Like, oh my god. It was <clears throat> like. It was like it's a loud cafeteria. It's like it's not going to stop the whole cafeteria, but it's going to stop like a like a ten foot radius of people. Of course, and then the Brian, the girl was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. I, why are you singing a song to me?" <laughs> like my name is Alex. She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought your name was Brian." So um, now, <clears throat> I'll be honest. One of the reasons this makes me so uncomfortable. I, that's the kind of shit I I would have thought to try to do, 
if I thought that I understood what I was supposed to do. Like when I was little, like I was just explaining to her today, like when I was in sign language in high school, learning facial expressions and what they meant and how you're supposed to use them, which is a big, big part of sign language. It helped me immensely having someone just directly and overtly explaining to me which facial expressions go with certain things. Really? Yeah. I mean, like if you ask people who knew me when I was little, like, I would be wildly upset and like I would have no facial expression to almost anything. If I was curious, if I was, it would just be like, why is it that you're doing that? Like everything was this flat affect. And I learned it from seeing other people react to it. But I remember like, she's like, who needs this? And I'm like, fucking I did. Like I remember in high school, like, oh, like, "Oh, raise your eyebrows and tilt your head for questions. I was like, (laughs) oh, okay. That's why everyone does that. I've, I've been getting in trouble. For my facial expressions for a very long time. You have like, because you're, fa- you have like a, vi- and I physically can't do this. You can raise one eyebrow. I can't do that. Do you know how long it took me to get to where I could do that? Months. It took me months of literally sitting in, with the fucking stupid yellow and green parakeet in the mirror. I would sit by that mirror and try to lift one eyebrow because I could see people do it to like accent shit. I still to this day randomly wink at people when it's like, when I'm like, hey, I agree with you. This person's being a dick. <clears throat> no matter if it's someone I know or not, I still wink, and I hate it. I I wish I could not do it. I also like when I wink, I like clench my. I can't physically. <coughs> wink. I'd like, like, I have to clench my face. That's how I wink. It's weird. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So where I was getting at with that story is like, that girl was like, she was understandably just like, no, this is never gonna happen, and I don't blame her. One single fucking bit. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Fast forward about nine years. He fingered her at a party and broke her pelvic bone. With his giant That was ten years. (laughs) So fast forward about nine years. I hadn't talked to her in fucking forever. But. He's saying Limp Biscuits. I did it all for the nookie. Stop I did take that cookie it's and st- I did take that cookie and stick it up her. And <laughs> no, no, you're derailing my thoughts. I'm like, I'm trying. I know to this attention. is why I do it to him as I try to keep his <laughs> his thoughts on track when we're doing this. So. I'm trying. <laughs> I know. I'm just telling her like this is a normal thing for the podcast where I keep interrupting your thought when it's a derailed thought. It's okay because yeah. now I'm just thinking about limp biscuit. <clears throat> okay, so he did it all for a Pepsi. <laughs> Mountain Dew. So. <laughs> So I said, fast forward about eight, nine years. I hadn't talked to her in forever, but we like, we like followed each other on Instagram and she started making hats with pockets a little later, but, (laughs) uh, no, but she, I'm trying to tell the story. I'm trying to say, I know, I know, I know, I know. You're doing the opposite of what you said you do. No, I'm saying I literally interrupt when every time you go off track, I'll interrupt your story a thousand Instagram. times to make you stay Instagram, on track. Instagram, okay. Alex. Yeah, you, okay. Later, Instagram. Sorry. So we follow each other on Instagram. We like start liking each other's posts. <coughs> I vividly remember this. I was sitting in a Buffalo Wild Wings, which is where a lot of people go when they're Wanna single. Drink and diet Mountain Dew. Exactly. And she, that girl, slid into my DMs. And said, hey, it's been a long time. And it's like, and then also this is the point I was like, I'm okay now. But like, then I was like, fucking smoke show. So understand, like, if someone sides in my DMs, it was pretty cool. But also, this was also like, 
when she slid in, it was like the greatest slash funniest moment of my life. Like she, like I busted out laughing. But also, I was like, this is also really fucking cool. You for sure should have been like, all right, we can go on a date, but you have to come to a Buffalo Wild Wings and sing Carry On My Wayward Son to me in front of everybody. <laughs> so she said like she had like, seen some of my stand-up, and she's like, uh, and I was like, which tape did you watch? And she said, oh, I've seen all of them. Oh. I was like, wow. So she came to Go Bananas to a show by herself, sat in the front row by herself. It was wild. How fat was she? Not. Oh, all right. Just curious. Not. Uh, it didn't. I mean, it didn't work out. She's. I think she's married now. And but that was that was a cool. How great would have been if her wedding song was "Carry On My Wayward Son." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been very funny. <laughs> but so yeah, that happened. And but that was that was a, that was a cool thing for me because it was like, oh, I I worked on it. I got my shit together, and now it's not entirely on her enough for women to talk to me and i've been working on that i'm gonna I'm work on that too all right but do we really believe her that she watched all of your stand-up i kind of do <laughs> she like i had like a few five minute tapes on youtube does she seem like she's hyper focusy how'd the Bengals do last <laughs> week thank you uh, that was a, a <laughs> as much of a, a for you volleyball friends, that was as much of a bump from you, set from me, spike from Breezy. Thank you. Perfect. Just, I feel like we were. I feel like th- that uh, was a fun story, but we all kind of got tired of it and it kind of teared it off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a narcissist. Someone other than me was talking. Yeah, I was tired of the story. <laughs> yes. I'm uh, a bad person. You are. A- <laughs> oh, I've had blasts from the past resurface at times. Hell That's yeah. Funny. Um, but you know what was a blast uh, this past Monday? What the fuck happened last week? We pulled it off. Oh, was be- it was beautiful. Nineteen God. to sixteen, dude. <clears throat> Still was a little close for comfort. It. I mean, granted that uh, the last seven <clears throat> points came. Like it was nineteen to nine. The Rams <sighs> covered a three and a half point spread that I had them. Uh, covering, and I cashed out and lost out on the opportunity to make thirty bucks. But they were, it's neither here nor there. But <laughs> so I, I didn't take a bet that I was that it, it, it was going to be plus two turnover and but win by three. Wow! What would you have won? Seventy five. Wow! But fucking <clears throat> holy shit! That was a it was a much needed win. Um. Also, but- it was exactly why. Fucking Lou Anaruma won't be here for much longer. Oh, it's gonna After halftime, that was him completely understanding every bit of what play was going to be called, when, how, why. That was a <clears throat> was a master class. It was a master class in being a defensive coordinator. Also, I would just like to point out, as someone who sits <laughs> with Lloyd during football games, or UFC fights for that matter, Lloyd needs to be a sports commentator. I don't give a shit who is he legit will say something and the commentator will say the exact same thing right after. His <laughs> assessments are literally so like fucking zoned in and I've seen it happen throughout multiple sporting events and 
everything that he would say about what had just happened, like, in that second half, immediately Lloyd was like, you know, he, he read what was happening. This is what's going on. And the commentator was like, it seems that, you know, they've figured out what's going on. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> every <coughs> game. Every game. It's wild. But he's also the perfect compliment to me where we tell dick jokes on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's so fun. <laughs> also, because we, we shout out the defense. There was one defensive player we didn't shout out in the sack machine. Dude, Dax Hill is so good. Yes. The, the closing speed yes. on that kid is unreasonable. Dude, Crazy. he's the, like, the sack he got on Matthew Stafford was <clears throat> so cathartic. It was, it was so perfect. So it was exactly... Can we call him the <clears throat> Sax Hill? Not yet, but once they keep driving, <laughs> pulling up those safety sacks. It- he's kind of play- been playing like he's like he's been the Jesse Bates replacement. So well, not fast. only the Jesse Bates, but like the Trey Flowers, who was you know big and covered tight ends. They've left him as a safety on the side with the tight end and playing man on that side and playing a little bit of zone on the other. Like it's a weird split up way that Lou Anarumo has been doing this that I, I really appreciate with. Like he knows if Awuzie is on the other side of the field, he can let Dax kind of, kind of just be the guy who comes in and, and either hawks the tight end or the quarterback on that side. I think Lou Anarumo is playing fucking chess while most people are playing checkers. Yes, and Dax Hill is the fucking queen. Yeah, yeah, he's got his queen set up, and they'll make room for that contract. So I fast, you. so fast, and and he hits so mean. Yep. It's like everything you want in it's like it's like Ed Reed kind of in a way. I think if that kid continues to play at the level he is, then we're all gonna see why Jermaine Pratt said that's his favorite player on defense. Fuck yes. Like Jermaine Pratt, who should be almost everyone's favorite player on defense. And I, I've talked him up his I've <clears throat> dude, I've talked him up so much because like I said last week, ever ever since like I saw him drafted, like we were so thin at linebacker. And I always saw Jermaine <coughs> Pratt near the ball. Yeah, yeah. Every time. He'd make a play when he needed it. He made a tackle when he needed it. He's always been a football dude. Yeah, I think they understand linebackers and they have them, like... I wouldn't be surprised to find out, like, Bocce or some of those other... Probably got offers from other teams. Oh, That we don't sure. know about yet. Or, like, Marcus Bailey, too. Yeah, Bailey, yeah, uh, Bocce. <clears throat> I think the linebacker core is so thick... And so close, but so and also just so close together in what they do that I'm not like I would hate to see Logan Wilson or or Jermaine Pratt injured and out for a couple games. Yeah, but I that that is one spot that I am just not terribly concerned if like watching the preseason games and watching like how Bocce played and and also tight end. I think I don't understand their fascination with Irv Smith. I'll give him. He's hurt. He's hurt again this week. Right, but you've heard my, my like my defense of Drew Sample. Yes, <clears throat> uh, the kid that they just, Tyler Tanner Hudson. Tanner, Tanner. <clears throat> when they called him up, I was like, that dude will get catches. That dude will be what Irv Smith was, because <clears throat> they play the guys who can block a certain way, and they play pass catchers a certain way. I think that I haven't seen enough of that kid play to say whether or not he can pass block that right way. But every time I'd see him out there, <clears throat> I'd be like, all right, well then. Here's the the second checkdown. So like uh, Mixon, based on whether or not Mixon or Williams was in the backfield, I would assume 
that the check down was to the tight end when he was on the field. And, dude, two catches for 30 yards <clears throat> is nothing to slouch at. I, no. th- I thought he was pretty good. No, it's nothing to slouch at, but it's also like imagine if they used him the way that like they use Kittle. Yeah, because Kittle also – like Kittle's a player <clears> – <throat> He's like there are games where Kittle can like take over the game in the receiving game, but Kittle also loves to block. <clears throat> right. What I'm saying is like he can block, but also like if you don't have a, a safety or a corner who can cover Kittle, he's going to ruin the game for you. Yep. Like Kelsey's a, a little different. He's a little bigger of a thing. As much as I hate to give that kid any credit, because I mean, especially <clears throat> since fucking, especially since the whole Taylor Swift thing happened last week. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, the fact that his jersey sales went up 400% is, I, God damn it, I, oof. But, uh, <clears throat> no, like, Kittle is, he's that quintessential tight end to me. He's that Tony Gonzalez type that he yep. can block, he can catch. But if they don't have someone to cover him, he fuck up, fucks up a game for you. Yep. I think that Tanner kid, if he plays the way that he did play and they eventually start developing plays more around it, he could be a real problem. And, like, his... He is way faster than he looks. I know. Because, like, I knew going in, I was not crazy about the Irv Smith signing at all. I was not. Because, like, I watched him, like, in Minnesota uh, when he was able to play. And, like, he was slow. He was unathletic. And he was hurt all the time. And then now he's coming to Cincinnati. And people were like, Irv Smith has so much potential. How can you? I don't like the fact that you called a 2018. That's five years ago. 2018, I think I'm right on that. He was a second-round pick, 2018. It's like, he's got so much potential. He's been in the league for five years. You shouldn't you're, You shouldn't have potential anymore. You should be. You should either be like, hey, you're good, or you're not. It's like potential's out the window after a certain point. I think point. if people rewind back to the to when that the first podcast we did after, I said he's like a less impressive Tyler Eifert. Okay. Well, which wait, no, is no, no, also no. my no, name. Are you sure? Are you sure his name is Tyler Eifert? Glass Kyle. That's better. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Is I, I thought he was a less impressive Tyler Eifert, which was someone who had big potential but got hurt all the time <clears throat> and didn't didn't show the stats they could have. Well, also, Tyler Eifert occasionally did show those stats. <clears throat> like, there were year, like there were g- stretches or games. There were games where Eifert was a fucking monster. Right, but there's also games in the end of college and beginning of Irv's career in the nfl where he did well <clears throat> i mean in college you could call him a monster in some of his games early on like i think it was like his second game with the vikings he had like seven catches for like 131 yards or something like that like i remember why people liked him why people were high on him but then the next game someone coughed while he was standing on the sideline and it blew out <laughs> his fucking acl or whatever happened like <clears throat> he's another glass kyle to me it's uh Saying Irv Smith is made of glass is insulting to the structural, structural integrity, integrity of, of glass. glass. There's only so many times you can use it. I know, but it's so good, though. <laughs> it really is. I love that one. <laughs> it's so good. Um, speaking of hurt players, Joe Burrow, 26 of 49 for 249 yards, one interception, which, by the way, what a catch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I choked. <laughs> uh, so did the Rams on Monday. Hey. <laughs> um. But no, that catch was just like, how the I fuck? I won't say they choked. They got held down by their fucking throat. Yeah, they, they couldn't did. breathe, but they weren't choking. They, they got were strangled. Being strangled. Yeah, it's like how the fuck did the, who who was the one that caught that interception for the Rams? Um, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name now. But I remember telling her like, 
That was actually a really oh, good yeah. fucking catch. Yeah. It was. Oh, when he did his little uh, somersault. Yeah. And then, yeah, he was all over the place. Like I can't remember his name. <coughs> Mackenzie, either, maybe. I forget. He was like, because I was like, okay, you're just gonna do a little somersault out there when you when you take the ball. That's all right. That's a little shenanigans. Okay. Let me. Uh, yeah, uh, but the kid, the kid who had the interception, I, I. <clears throat> I had to admit that even when like we were sitting here watching that, I was, I was irritated by the fact that he had the interception. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that was a really good fucking yeah, It was exactly. Akello Witherspoon. Yeah, there Witherspoon. That's it. That's right. Because he was, he was all over. He was all over <clears throat> that shit. And that was like, that's timing. When you when you can intercept like that and do it in that fashion, like, all right then. Like, you can do gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, he was impressive. But also, like, I think one of the under underrated players for the for the game, if I can add another one, was Awuzie. Okay. <clears throat> like, wherever – so, like, you could definitely tell their offensive coordinator was attacking certain players. Like the Rams one? Yeah, yeah. The Rams offensive coordinator was definitely throwing plays at different DBs. Do you know he wasn't throwing shit at? Was Awuzie. Oh, yeah, because Awuzie, like, when healthy, <coughs> is very good. Yeah, I was just saying, like, if you don't hear Awuzie's name, even for, like, uh, coverage on the play by Awuzie, you know someone's throwing away from that guy. Yep. Also, some of the plays he made, like, run stops. Uh, uh, they only sent him, I think, on one blitz, if I'm not mistaken. I think they only sent Awuzie on one blitz. And that blitz completely changed the play to a, where it was a tackle for a loss because the guy, the running back, went started going one way and he just around the other way and got <laughs> tackled behind the line by I think BJ Hill on the on the play. But what a fucking <clears throat> pickup that was! Which, by the way, Billy Price, I believe, <clears throat> just signed with the Cowboys. <clears throat> Have fun with him. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, BJ Hill, the guy who we got for Billy Price, is still in our <clears throat> fucking starting lineup. And is one of the, what, I think, the top 13 fucking D linemen right now. B.J. Hill, what a fucking pickup. Yeah. D.J. Reader and B.J. Hill were. I mean, D.J. Reader was, like, an unbelievable <sighs> signing. Yeah. Both of them. Uh, that's, again, that's what I'm saying. Lou Anarumo is a fucking monster, and it's going to be a real problem when he leaves. Oh, yeah. It's like, who do you even fucking replace him with? Hopefully whoever has been studying the closest under him. I, mean, that's, I fucking that's, know. That's all you can hope for. Um, but yeah. What's our luck? It'll be like, Lovey Smith. Like, uh, uh, I want to die. <laughs> um, but yeah, Burrow, 26 to 49 for 249 yards and a pick to a Keller Witherspoon, which a great catch, by the way. Watching Burrow makes me nervous. What? I mean, he's out there. He's playing. He's clearly not 100%. No, but also, like, getting tackled probably isn't going to fuck up a soft tissue issue in your leg. I'm worried. Like, if he. What worries me is if he plays the entire season hurt. So you haven't had a soft tissue injury, have you? Not really. Okay. So they're just going to get better over time. Okay. You can take a. Like, uh. So the biggest worry is that he'll get hurt. He'll he'll end up planting too hard and he'll take an Achilles injury off of it. Okay. <clears throat> if it was still that sensitive of a thing, I doubt they would let him play. Yeah. So I think he's still dealing with just like a little uncertainty. It was like a little lingering pain. Yeah, like a little like not feeling because he tweaked it against Baltimore. Right. So I was saying like, I think he's just not all the way back, but I don't think it's enough of an injury that they're worried about him fucking up his Achilles or anything on that. I do. That's th- my take. I I think you're right. You very much could be right. 
I am, <coughs> and I was talking to a friend of the pod, Billy DeVore, about this tonight. I'm annoyed by Homer takes. I'm annoyed by like Homerisms and like signing a guy just because we like what he did in the past and shit. I say all that. I like the McCarran signing. Well, no, the the, the McCarran signing is that's a guy who was a backup, yeah. went somewhere and figured out what it was to lead. <clears throat> Not only did he have to figure out what it was to lead, he played every fucking snap. Yeah, and he was the best in the XFL. Yeah, so what they saw out of him was, oh, maybe if he had all of the opportunities to play, he probably could have became what we thought he could have been. But I think the time he got signed <clears throat> and all the stuff going on, whatever, no one was going to give him that time. You know, if that was Carson Palmer, they would have given him an extra year. If that was Burrow, they would have given him an extra year. He came out in a quarterback-rich year <clears throat> where he looked great at what, uh, Alabama, right? Yeah. 14, I don't believe, was a very quarterback-rich year. Well, or maybe it wasn't a quarterback-hungry year. Maybe I should say it that way. It was because 2014, I'm a draft nerd. That was the year that uh, Blake Bortles was drafted. <clears throat> Johnny Manziel was drafted. Or maybe maybe the following year was just a quarterback-rich year where they weren't. It, that <clears throat> year was Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. I think that's really it. <clears throat> I just remember feeling like if A.J. McCarron was a bigger signing at the time, that he might have gotten more time. I don't remember which way I was on that. So. I forget. <clears throat> Sorry, I know we're getting into the fucking weeds here, guys. But <laughs> Yeah, we are. We got time to kill. I think I think McCarron is someone that everyone thought had potential, and he never had the time to realize that potential. He did flash it a little bit. He did. He did. He definitely showed, like, hey, maybe this is a guy worth. And I think on other teams, in other situations, he might have had more of an – like, if Belichick had that guy, he would have gave him another year to, to try. Yep. <clears throat> like, I mean, if Mac Jones isn't the – I don't think he is. I'm saying I think after this year, you'll see that Belichick's like, nope, we gave him the extra year to see if it develops, and you'll see that it's not. But also, that's the guy who took a chance on Brady, a six-round fucking pick that became... Well, also... Well, Brady was thrown in... He was thrown in the game because the Patriots really had no other choice because Drew Bledsoe got hurt on the play, and they're just like, all right, Brady, I guess you're in. And then Brady fucking tore it up, won a Super Bowl... Right, but remember when McCarron won that fucking playoff game? No, he didn't. Or no, uh, oh, no, you're right. He did not win, but he should have won. Yep, he could have won until the defense fucked it yeah, up. Yeah, I'm yeah, tired yeah, of talking right, about right, that game. Right, sorry. Yeah, that was the perfect Pac-Man. Gotcha. Yep. Thank you. Thank, <clears throat> like, also, can I get, can I give a real quick take? Thank you for not saying Jeremy Hill. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't Hill. It was nope. Yeah. It was our fucking defense. But yeah, uh, what I'm saying, uh, I think on a different team, AJ might have gotten an extra chance. Yep. And I think that them signing him and giving him a few weeks to learn it is we don't we don't need to know who fucking Browning is or, or yeah I see Browning as a third uh, stringer yeah Senate uh, uh, even reads I, a practice squad body I think they gave him the because so many people were like hey he did good in those two preseason games <clears throat> until they found out that McCarron was someone they could get. Yeah, and I am sure that you will see McCarron before you see Senate. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> I just I, I want to see Burrow healthy. It sounds like he's getting better. He had a full practice this week, so it sounds like he's doing okay. I don't trust it. I'll believe it when I see it. Because like he would throw like deep balls against the Rams. <clears throat> His deep balls didn't look great. 
Like he was like he basically had to turn into like his arm <coughs> turned into Jimmy Garoppolo's basically. Where right. It was like mid range throws, checkdowns, and shit. See if this makes sense. If we weren't playing the Titans this week, I don't know if they would have played Burrow last week. Explain. <clears throat> I think this is a very very winnable game. Oh, I think so too. Because dude, <clears throat> Cleveland made them made them look <clears throat> silly. Right. So I think they went with. All right, let's let's give it the option. Let's see what Burrow can do. And he was managing the game well enough that they left him in. Yep. It wasn't affecting affecting him enough that they were out of the game. <clears throat> but I think if we were playing like the Ravens or the Steelers or the Browns this week, Burrow would have sat last week. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> the Rams are a much bigger threat than the Titans are. Oh, yeah. So letting Burrow testing himself against a, a, a team he lost a Super Bowl to. Yep. Has so much upside <clears throat> that the confidence he probably gained by beating them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Probably makes a world of difference in him just being like, oh, yeah, it's still a little tender. It's still a little sore. I'm not 100% sure. He just beat a team that he lost a Super Bowl to. Granted, <clears throat> I think the this year's Rams are significantly more depleted than the Super Bowl winning Rams. Sure. But what I'm saying is, like, in Burroughs' mind, <clears throat> Like, he's not injured in a way that he can't run. It just hurts. It feels weird. It, yep. So I think them giving him that chance to win that was a very calculated risk on the part of the management that I support. Yep. I, now, going into Ryan Tannehill, no one expects Ryan Tannehill to be the QB1 after this year. No, because they, they literally drafted in the past two drafts, they've spent uh, – uh, Day two picks on quarterbacks. <clears throat> yeah, they've repl- they've they've literally drafted two replacements for Tannehill, and so far, like Malik Willis has gotten a little bit of playing time. Will Levis has gotten none, but granted, it's only been three games, so right. who gives a shit? We'll see Will Levis eventually. Let's get to the others. Yeah, Joe Mixon, awesome, great game, fucking scampered into the end zone like a Ran fucking like badass. he had something to fucking prove. Yes, he did. Uh, you know who what else was it? You said. I, I can't remember. Where the fuck was this mixing at the end of last year? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, speaking of people who played like they had something to prove, Jamar fucking Chase, 12 receptions, 141 yards. Dude, he had a couple really good catches. I think having him in the slot made Burrow feel a lot better. Yeah, because a, a lot of times, like, your slot receivers doing doing like the mid the mid range routes. Yeah, the open field. So as long as they were staying in that too high safety, <clears throat> you weren't going to have long balls. That they, they yep. put their two best defensive players all the way back, defended against the long ball the entire game. So everyone on the on the field knew everything was going to be over the middle, mid range, dink and duck. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, the thing I will give the announcers, I don't remember who it was, but them being like. Bengals are going to have to be super efficient and perfect. And <clears throat> once they start putting Jamar in the slot, you can see the confidence in Burrow go up. Yep. <clears throat> he threw way more contested catches <clears throat> than even like the way he was throwing at Boyd early in the game. Yeah. I, I think that, yeah, everyone on, 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 again, give nod to the coaching staff. They realized being comfortable, trusting someone, and they played him in the slot, what, five times more than they have in any game since. Yeah. Bur- because Jamar's been the X receiver a lot. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like he's taking the deep route and Burrow 
doesn't have as effective of a deep ball because of his injury right now. <clears throat> well, not only that, but also just look what, what the Rams' defense was giving you. I mean, you have fucking Aaron Donald in your face all game. But also, I'm saying like the way they played the entire game was two deep safeties. <clears throat> so now nothing came to man coverage. There was no man coverage on Jamar except when you put him in a slot. Yep. So he was throwing everything to Jamar when Jamar was in the slot. And he was catching everything. So he was a fucking monster, dude. <clears throat> uh, Tyler Boyd had a decent Tyler Boyd game. Five receptions, 39 yards. <clears throat> the aforementioned Tanner Hudson, two receptions, 30 yards. T had a little bit of a rough one, but dude, I have no, I have nothing but good faith that'll bounce back. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Or they'll give him a contract, and all of a sudden they'll start playing better. God, I hope they give him a contract. We'll see. And Mitchie Wilcox, two receptions, four ten yards. We wrap the defense, dude. Connor McLagger, dude, four fucking field goals. Yeah. yeah he, he. No, that was just yeah. I was. Excited to see that because every time he misses one, I feel like something is wrong in the universe. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. He, he got a, close. He got close. The one that bounced off. Like I, I was, was like, that, <gasps> that was the, dude. I that's the upright that I sit near. That's like uh, the closest upright towards me. I was like that. I heard that. I was like that hit the upright. So there was one moment where I was like, "Hey, high five!" But just hold your hand up straight. So I just graze off their arm. Instead, just to mimic the fucking bouncing off the upright. Oh, yeah. Just to be a dipshit. Yeah. Did you see in pregame, he he hit three in a row from 69. Nice. On the pregame warm-up. Nice. Literally, when I turned the game on, they were, like, showing the pregame warm-up shit. And they showed three in a row. He's at 69 yards, hit all three. Fucking. 60 nice. (laughs) 69, bro. 60 nice. Um, So... I asked this last year because the Titans were a much tougher team last year because Derrick Henry hasn't felt like his normal self this year. Dude, I watched him against Cleveland. Dude, he got swallowed up a ton. And I actually have decent faith that we can do it again this week because like our D-line has been a lot better this year. Uh, do you remember when we were playing the Browns? One of the things that the, the commentators more than once said is that the Browns are now playing defensive line like the Bengals have. Yeah, because it's a fucking AFC North matchup. Well, I'm saying, but they're like saying they're swallowing up the run, focusing the blah, 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 and counting on their cornerbacks to do their job. Like, Der- like DJ Reader's uh. one job this Sunday is going to be to contain Derrick Henry. That's DJ Reader's one fucking job. <clears throat> yeah, if some if DJ Reader doesn't have a picture of Derrick Henry in his back pocket this whole <laughs> goddamn week, I'm gonna I'm gonna be mad at whatever coaching staff didn't go like, no, you, this is your whole this is your whole life. Yep. And um, I think Tannehill is one of the – I think he is very average, and he's been average his whole career. Right now, he is one of the most beatable quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, if if you show him pressure and if you show him that he doesn't get to dictate the game, yeah. And they haven't been able to figure out their receiver core for like a decade plus. Well, they also have – Mike Vrabel is our head coach. Yeah. He's not going to listen to anything any offensive coordinator has to say about anything. Nope. They just rely on their fucking running backs, which it's a it's a good strategy sometimes. <coughs> but I think we'll get to the predictions and bullshit later. But we got to roast the fucking Titans. <coughs> Let's do this shit. You ready to take them down? Yeah.
Dude, I'm actually going to start with a joke. I'm very excited. Uh, <coughs> all right. Um, we are going to start with the mascot, T-Rack. Lloyd, what do you got? Uh, T-Rack looks like someone did awful experiments on a raccoon, like Clockwork Orange style. But instead of making him watch violence, they just made him watch Brendan Schaub's special <laughs> on repeat for a month. Um, T-Rack sounds like the name of a white rapper who has a song with the N-word in it, if you look hard enough. <laughs> oh, no. <coughs> DJ 316. In the, in the his house, let me hear you say, yay And also, T-Rack... T-Rex looks like he was found during a health inspection at Kid Rock's bar. <laughs> Show me with Toby Keith. I, first of all, that was my favorite joke I wrote this week. I was very proud of the health inspection joke. No, yeah, absolutely. I just, just because of your other joke, I wanted to. Oh, yeah, Toby Keith's. Uh, we missed that place. Uh, we do. That place was a lot of fun. I stand the fuck by that. <clears throat> Never went, so I can't comment. Uh, the owner, Amy <coughs> Adams Strunk. <coughs> uh, she looks like Roseanne Marr. <laughs> like if you mix Roseanne and Bill Marr. That's, that's oh. <coughs> she also looks like uh, the Highlander Karen. I was like just she has say... to go. She has to go around and out Karen the other Karens <laughs> until they give up and get a new haircut. It's like because uh, there can be only one. Like as once was said in Wire Team Sucks, she looks like the <laughs> final boss of Karens. Yeah. Yeah, she looks like people that I've waited on that'll order like the most high calorie thing and then tell me they want a large diet with <coughs> no. Yes, ice. dude. Yeah. <coughs> I've waited on her. It's before. like I'll take I'll take a four way, a <coughs> little bit of extra chili, a little bit of extra cheese. Um, <coughs> I'll take three cheese conies all the way, and a diet coke. I'm watching my weight. Yeah, she looks like uh, the reason that she buys so many racehorses. Is so that she can explain why, so that she might win one race between her and her other fat friends. Like she's like, if a hundred ten pound jockey can, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. I uh, couldn't figure out how to make that joke work, and I still couldn't. I don't know why right. I tried to do it again. Now I, I wrote it like three different ways and marked it out. It's fine. Uh, Titans owner and bachelorette party chaperone Amy Adams Strunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Was named 2019 Tennessean of the Year. Coming in a close second, the dead fetus seen on all of their anti-abortion billboards. <laughs> nice. Uh, the other one I have, uh, she looks like she has Homeowners Association face. <laughs> oh, boy. We don't yeah. like the HOA. The GM, Rand Carthon. <clears throat> Rand Carthon has the body and physicality of what Rand Barnaclough's body should be like for the bravado he has on stage. <laughs> uh, Rand Carthon <clears throat> is a former NFL running back, which totally explains the name, Rand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love you and hate you so much. No, I'm just kidding. He gets named Rand from the fact that he, has, that he hosts 47 podcasts. And the fact that he yells at people for two straight hours until they cave and say he's funny. <laughs> Zing. I like it. Yeah, he does. All right. So uh, you put uh, Underwood at the, at the end. All right. So I have uh, Burke Nihil, who is their president. Uh, Bert 
What's his uh, last name? Burke Nihil and I H I L. Burke Nihil. <coughs> so these two go together. Okay, I, I uh, CEO of the Titans. Yeah. Oh, found it. Burke Nihil. Yeah. All right. So I think this is just Steve Underwood shaved. <laughs> <coughs> General rule of thumb for the Titans GM spot: you cannot have lips, or they have to be hidden. Because loose lips sink ships. Jesus Christ. (coughs) Yeah, because they went from a guy with a weird... It's fine. He looks like he lost a Tennessee election because he said he supports abortion in cases of rape and incest. (laughs) (laughs) That's not that far off. That's an on-the-spot burn, baby. (laughs) Coaching. The aforementioned Mike Vrabel. All right. Well, I've given Breezy partial credit for this one. I said he looks like Super Bowl Olstein. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike Vrabel once said he'd cut off his penis to win a Super Bowl. Meanwhile, I cut off Deshaun Watson's penis because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> he also said he would aggressively steal booze from a Native American casino. Oh, no. He just did that. that he didn't say anything. Right? He just did that. He just did that. Yeah. Well. Dude, so I I was thinking about this, dude. A quarterback, to me, a quarterback is a lot like a liver. Nashville will ruin it. Yep. yep. You want to get to those ruined quarterbacks? Let's go. Quarterback. We're going to start with Ryan over the hill. I mean, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, He likes to sign Colossians 323 with his signature. Ugh, uh, just, I mean, fucking cry. Uh, <clears throat> which makes sense because he doesn't have a prayer of holding on to the QB one spot. <laughs> uh, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill back to Tennessee movement to remove a Confederate statue. His reasoning <clears throat> is that something that is unable to move and went out of style 160 years ago reminds him way too much of the Titans offense. <laughs> I like it. Hell yeah. And let's move on to redneck Josh Rosen. Oh, God. (laughs) Will Levis likes to eat bananas with the peel still on. And I believe that is in preparation for the day that he actually bites off Ryan Tannehill's (laughs) penis. Um, He also says he puts mayonnaise in his coffee and go fuck yourself. Will Levis what? did make Will Levis did make headlines after he once stated that he puts mayo in his coffee. The only more puzzling combination: the Tennessee Titans and a quarterback. <laughs> uh, Will Levis's now ex girlfriend was said to have stolen the show of the NFL draft while waiting in the green room for Will to be selected. But why? There's no way that was her first time being shown on a couch on camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, baby. Very nice. I like that one. But, but honestly, dude, like the, I, I looked it up. The Titans loved Will Levis because of his arm strength and after his impressive winning streak on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Ken Jennings. Yep, yep. Oh he God. does. <laughs> Running back. Derek Henry. <clears throat> just because I've roasted this guy so many times, I just went full silly. And I was like, you'd run that fast, too, if you had a piece of shit tied to the back of your neck. Like, Wait, he had Deshaun Watson tied to the back of his head? 
Uh, no, it was Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wait, twice, right? Yeah. Once in Lake Tahoe and one and in his, lake, in, his yeah, lake house in Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a couple burns on him. Uh, Derek Henry uh, had a diamond chain made to honor his football career. It included a, a Y for UT, his high school, and a high school. Yuli, what? Yuli, it's the one my daughter went to. His Yuli. his Yuli. little brother hit Yuli. my daughter a lot. It's a Y for Yuli and a Heisman post from his days <laughs> at Alabama. Noticeably absent, the entire Tennessee Titans offense that he's carried on his back for eight seasons. <laughs> uh, I found this out. Derrick Henry's parents were 15 and 16 when they had him. You know, you see this, Lloyd? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, uh, which, ex- which really does explain... Which really does explain his success as a running back, because literally since birth he's shown an innate ability to burst through tiny gaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he went to Yuli High School. That's where Lily Yuli High School. school. That's where. Wait a minute! We I remember this, this yeah. now. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I do remember it because there was like a point where someone was like trying to use the clout from being Derrick Henry's brother to get with Lily. Yeah. I remember this. It wasn't trying to use the clout. It was just Derrick Henry's brother. That's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. yeah. I remember this now. Um, And uh, uh, Ty J Spears, man, when the internet said that Nick Cannon had a bunch of kids, they weren't kidding. His headshot looks exactly like the cover of the Moody, the 1986 movie The Critters. <laughs> dude, now that they're fucking side by side, I'm all, dude, you're fucking right, dude. Uh, Ty J. Spears looks like Calvin Ridley if he abandoned gambling and found Jesus. <laughs> but honestly, you're, dude, do the Titans even have wide receivers? I mean, they have people marked at that position. Okay. Do you want to try to discuss them? We can. So this first guy, I've been hosting this podcast. This is, I believe, the sixth season I host this podcast. This guy is a longtime NFL player. I have yet to roast him. There are the fucking North, North Side Sirens again. I have yet to roast this guy. We're going to break that streak. Lloyd, you ready to roast him? Go for it. Wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins. All right, I'm going to start by saying I think he's one of the best technicians that's ever been in the NFL. I completely agree. I'm going to say I think the reason he has been so good for so long has been hiding in plain sight. It is the alien octopus that lives inside of his skull. (laughs) Uh, DeAndre Hopkins joined the Titans wide receiver room because he wanted to be a big fish in a pond that doesn't have water. <laughs> sounds very octopusy. Uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins walked in a fear of God fashion show, which is strange because the fear of God is something that, something that the Titans offense doesn't instill in any opponent. <laughs> All right. And next up, Traylon Burks. <clears throat> All right, you know what? I tried to roast this dude. I think I'm fucking in love. He must just mesmerize DBs with those full lips and beautiful eyes. Look at that <laughs> motherfucker. Like, like I want to be his friend right now. I oh, yeah. I don't know anything about him, but I know that, like, I I would like I don't like people touching me, but I wouldn't be mad if that dude gave me a hug. I know. He's got a very... Like, he sl- looks so lovable. Easygoing face. Uh, tr- <laughs> this, is, this, is, this could go either way. 
Traylon Burks is an avid hog hunter, so Amy Adams Strunk better watch your fuck out. <laughs> I like it. And Nick <coughs> Nick Westbrook Ikene. <clears throat> All right. Uh, he looks like he's a clothing model f- for like the do- Dollar General clothing line. Okay. <laughs> like Babber Crumbie and Fish. <laughs> Dude, when I went to... Uh, I used to go to church as a kid, and they used to have like those like knockoff like Jesus things. One of those was a breadcrumb and fish. <clears throat> yeah, that he looks like he's who they would hire to be like the face of that yep. line. Like, and there was also air air apostle. Nope. Yep. It was weird as fuck. Uh, I, I I love your parents from when I met them, but also like I don't because I just heard that. So like. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it up in real time, guys. But bad call. I know. Ne- I never wore those clothes. I never <clears> did. <throat> um. So cut me some slack. Nick Westbrook Akine is very talented for a guy who looks like the angel on Tyler Boyd's shoulder. <laughs> Good reference. I like it. Hell yeah. Tight end. Don't say it out loud. I just wrote down CO. Last time I wrote that name down, my chair started levitating. <laughs> I watch Harry Potter. I know a fucking spell when I see one. <laughs> Very nice. If that dude was green, I, ass- I assume his biggest enemy would be Mucinex. <laughs> All right, fine. Tennessee Titans tight end when Guardian Leviosa missed the, 2020. <laughs> missed the 2020 season in college. Due to myocarditis, which sounds like it should be his middle name. <laughs> I like it. Hell yeah. Wait, we're forgetting somebody. Dude. Okay, Breezy, have you seen this man before? <clears throat> have you seen Titans <clears throat> President Steve Underwood? Well, yeah, it's the one I was. I tied into earlier. It, you, yeah, go feel free, have fun. It's All right, so Breezy, take a second to process this. That's a real live human <laughs> who makes made millions of dollars for decades. Well, obviously, he looks like the Monopoly guy. <laughs> he if just he doesn't a... have the top hat, and it's like before <clears throat> the Monopoly guy became the Monopoly guy. He's like if the Monopoly guy worked for the IRS. He looks yeah. like if, he looks like if the Monopoly guy had a monopoly on every single facial hair that's ever been grown, <laughs> right? What do they? What do they call it? The French tickler that looks like the barbarian <coughs> brush head. I don't fucking know. That's <clears throat> awful. Ugh. I don't know. It looks like everything from his nose to his bottom, the bottom of his chin, is just two paintbrushes like pushed pushed against each other. It's it's fucking weird. I feel like he has a the tail of a poodle in his mouth. <laughs> Uh, Steve Underwood, or as I call him, Herit Titlebomb, was. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> Steve Underwood looks like an OBGYN who works exclusively on hairy vaginas. <laughs> you know, weird joke to end on. He but- looks like if three like middle school students stacked themselves up under an undercoat and dressed up as a, a gynecologist. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's check out that pergina. <laughs> Good reference. Hell yeah, you get you get that reference, correct? Yeah, yeah I do. But Lloyd, 
Dude, that was <clears throat> Lloyd. Alex. That was a fun fucking bullshit session. Yeah, that was. That was. There were a lot of fun burns. My favorite one got a meager response, which I was a little bummed about. But, <laughs> dude, that was a lot of fun. You ready for some predictions and bullshit? Let's go. Predictions and bullshit. So I was, I was messaging um, probable future guest of the pod, Nashville comic. Did you meet Donnie Sangstack at all? Yeah, I met him. Dude, cool dude. Yeah, yeah. Huge like Ravens him. fan. I think I'm going to try to have him on. Uh, for when the Ravens play, but dude, I was texting him today. I don't entirely trust the Bengals yet. Felt, <clears throat> but but I still have faith. I think that so does Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> okay, so you gotta have faith. <laughs> also, Limp Bizkit, and it goes circles. Ah. And I guess it will be nice. Okay. So I don't entri- I don't entirely trust the Bengals yet. I mean, the win was kind of a statement <clears throat> win. Um, it was just like, hey, we're not lost, but it is. I mean, Burrow playing hurt is tough, and we're gonna have to put up with it for a little bit. <clears throat> right. If this was a very heavy, uh, high-powered passing offense, I'd be a little more concerned. The Titans or the Bengals? The Titans. I mean, they they. They operate as if they don't even know forward passes are legal. Right. That's what I'm saying. We don't have to beat them running the ball because no one has to beat them running the ball. You just have to be able to play football. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I think they're going to try real hard to get Derrick Henry running. Oh, yeah. And like I said, I think they're going to have DJ Reader and someone else on every play just fucking back pocket. Okay. Because I don't think they have shit else. I think also, from what I observed with T. Higgins, because I only watched the second half of the game. Okay. So, from what I observed with T. Higgins was if he can get his timing right, he he could be a monstrosity. <coughs> but it seems like he that last game, he just... Because you could see that disappointment. Like, he, I really think that if he can just be more confident and... All that shit, we we could see a lot more action. Like he left the field for like what <coughs> five minutes. Yeah, did he just t- go and take a shit or something? No, I think it was. Uh, I think he was cramping in his arm. Okay, just looking from like when he walked off, he was rubbing. Yeah, pretty okay. aggressively, and it was close to the half. But, but, but that's my guess. Okay, but I, th- <coughs> I I while I don't entirely trust the Bengals, I told Donnie to take. Uh, he has a survivor pool. I told him to take the Broncos over the Bears <coughs> because. I mean, the Broncos are in three, the Bears are in three, but the Bears are especially bad. But also, can we just take a moment to, like, how bad do the Broncos feel for not hiring Mike McDaniels? Well, Mike McDaniel has been... Did you see the tweet that someone said that Mike McDaniel looks like his, uh, his dad's actually the coach? and It's like his dad's, like, the business owner, and he just left... Mike to run the business for a couple weeks while he's out of town. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, it's like you know he was like a Broncos fan growing up. Yes, he was a ball boy for them growing up. Yes, he was. He worked as an intern on their coaching staff. They wouldn't even give him an interview for the head coaching job weeks before the Dolphins hired him. You want to know why they ran that score up like that? Oh, as a fuck you. Yeah, I bet you somebody in that office was sent back. Like, Maybe we could have gave him an interview. Yeah. Sorry, that just a 
Well, like, hey, we got a guy who won a <coughs> Super Bowl 12 years ago, and he's a dick to players. <coughs> yeah, let's fucking do that. I don't, yeah. So, all that aside, I'm going to say, I said the Bengals pull this one off. I do, too. I say Bengals. Bengals 70, Titans 20. I love it. Player of the game. Oh, boy. My player of the game is going to be Tanner Hudson. I like it. Uh, Tanner Hudson is going to have 42 receptions for 43 yards, six touchdowns, Two interviews to become Bears defensive coordinator. I'm not mad at that. I think that all sounds perfectly reasonable. Bold prediction. <clears throat> the Titans take off T-Rex mask, <clears throat> and it reveals that the person behind the T-Rex mask for all this time, <clears throat> Kerry Collins. Mm, all right. Lloyd, uh, what's your prediction? I'm going to say... <clears throat> Bengals, 35. Okay, love it. Titans, uh, three. Ooh, who's the player of the game? <clears throat> player of the game is going to be Drew Christman. He comes on for the Titans and okay. kicks the winning field, or kicks the field goal that they actually get points on. Ooh, we didn't I mean, even talk about Brad Robbins. Yeah, because, Yeah, it's been, like, statistically, he's the worst punter in the league. I, I Irritatingly, he is the person I want to fist fight right now. <laughs> um, Breezy, what's your prediction? Man, what is my prediction? Well, I think that I am. I don't know if I did. I think maybe I did it last week. I don't know. But I just, <clears throat> I'm really a, a fan of defense fucking shit up. Okay. So I'm going to say that. The defense in general gets 12 interceptions. Okay, I love it. Um, Hubbard is going to Superman fly across a, uh, let me think, uh, Henriksen guided, or am I on the right squad? Am I on the right (coughs) squad? Okay. Glide across into the end zone. Okay. And... Then um, everyone's going to come into formation and do the single ladies dance. Just typical Beyonce. day at the office. Yep. Yes. And I think we all just assume that's going to happen. Yes. So, yeah. yep. And um, and then I think Burrow himself at one point is actually going to <coughs> score a touchdown just running there because he seems to do a great job when he just runs and takes off because no one expects him to. So um, My well, real prediction is going to be Bengals – over the Titans, twenty to seventeen. Uh, real prediction: I'm gonna say Bengals twenty-seven, Titans thirteen. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Bengals twenty-six and Titans uh, seventeen. All right. So. And finalmente, plugs. I will give up my plug spot too. 
Okay, well, Pine and Violence is uh, throwing a little shindig. I think we talked about it last week on uh, October 13th, Friday the 13th at Chameleon at 9 p.m. It's free. Headlined by? Who is headlining that show? <clears throat> well, the very talented Blake Hammond. Monster 2. Blake <clears throat> just left for fucking Vegas today. Hell yes. He's hilarious. He's and so funny. Yeah, we, we handpicked a bunch of people on this show because I think everyone's going to appreciate there's It's just going to be so beautifully cohesive. But also, I Big found much. out on Monday, I will be uh, featuring for Miss Janelle <coughs> Draper at the Comet on October 25th. Let's go! So, I'm pretty hyped about that. So, if anyone's listening, you know, by, uh, it's presented by Bombs Away. Fuck and, yeah, uh, Wayne Mehmet. We support Helltown yeah, in this establishment. Special yes. Wednesday show. Yes, yeah, special Wednesday show. So, yeah, get it. Get a babysitter. <laughs> I am also going to give up my plug spot because I've talked about my shows ad nauseum with, by, the, by this point. <coughs> um... I mean, I'll be at the Commonwealth this Sunday trying out some new bits, but um, I'm going to give mine up because um, uh, we've talked about Simonson a lot. Yeah. He uh, directed a special back in February. Uh, yeah. Spidey baby. legs, baby. I was there. Yeah, I was, I was there for it, too. We worked the door together. Yeah. Uh, great comic. Awesome dude. Yes, yeah, fucking sweetheart of a human being. Blake Wexler just put out a special called Daddy Long Legs. It's fucking fantastic. The dude's super funny. He's a peach of a human. Yeah, he I mean he literally came around and like he tried to peach. hug me and I was like, I'm not a big fan of being touched. He's like, Hey man, I respect that. I love that. It's but can I give you a fist bump? Like <laughs> he's just so fucking sweet. He's the best. Uh his special Daddy Long Legs just came out through eight hundred pound gorilla. Uh, it's on their YouTube channel. It came out this uh, came out tonight at seven o'clock. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna figure out a way to watch it. Um, but yeah, go check out Blake. Cause, dude, this is the last thing I'll say. When I was in New York previously, um, I ran into Blake because Blake Blake splits time between Philadelphia oh. and New York. Yep. And I took a selfie with him and sent to Cy, but I tricked I tricked Cy at first because I was like, man, New York's awesome, dude. I ran into I got. I took a picture, and in the frame are two of the greatest comics in history, and it was just me and Blake Wexler. He's nice. like, "You're the gayest person alive." I was like, "No, I'm not. Yeah, that I'm sounds on about some right. dick." Yeah, that sounds about right. It I was so it. fun, but honestly, Lloyd, Alex, Breezy, Breezy, Alex Lloyd. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, you Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Titans. We, we like the Bengals. Wow, man. Fuck you. We like the Bengals. <laughs>